0: Welcome in on a Monday edition of the podcast. I hope your guys' weekend was fantastic. A lot to get to ahead on today's edition of Locked on Cougars as we kick off the month of February 2021. We'll react to BYU men's basketball holding on to down Pacific in double overtime, keeping their NCAA tournament hopes afloat. A lot to touch on on that subject. Also, a very heartwarming story involving Kalani Sitake and the BYU equipment truck we'll touch on today, as well as catching you up on everything that that happened over the weekend in BYU sports. A lot of good going on with the Cougars. We'll run it all down for you guys here on a Monday edition of the show. Our title sponsor today is our good friends at Bilt Bar. Go to BiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Save yourself 20% on your next order. Also brought to you today in part by our good friends at betonline.ag, as well as Homefield Apparel. We'll tell you about all of those companies a little later on. So there you go. That's the rundown of where we're going on today's podcast. And let's dive on in. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 1st, 2021. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for The Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on all things BYU. Our aim here is to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news you guys need to know about each and every day. And with it being the beginning of a new month, why don't you set a new resolution this month to listen to Locked On Cougars every single day? And there's a real simple way to do that. Tell your smart device to play Locked On Cougars, whether it's your smartphone, your smart watch, your smart speaker, tell it. Play Locked On Cougars. And also, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button so this podcast will populate in your podcast feed automatically. It's real simple. It's right there for you guys. And a big thank you for your support of the podcast, as always. Getting going here on a Monday, and man, did BYU basketball make us all sweat, didn't they? Saturday afternoon, uh, they beat Pacific in double overtime, and man, watching that game... I just felt like, okay, BYU's chances of an NCAA tournament berth are on the line in this game and many ways. Because we talked last week on the podcast how BYU essentially had used up what I like to call their mulligan for the year. You're allowed essentially with the NCAA tournament committee in the case of a BYU to have one game where it's a quad three loss. And they look at and say, okay... Everybody has an off game, and that was that game against Pepperdine. Well, little did anybody know that Pacific was going to come into BYU and hit more threes in a single game than they had hit in multiple games in a row previously and just make BYU earn every inch of of this victory in the end BYU wins 95 to 87 in double overtime uh, keeping their NCAA tournament hopes aloft but man was this a grinder of a game Pacific plays the way that their head coach played in the NBA speaking of Damon Stoudemire Mighty Mouse himself he was a legendary figure just with his ability to make opponents work for every single inch of what they were going to get against him and his teams at Pacific play that exact same way. Well, Let's let you hear from Mark Pope, BYU basketball head coach, about the win and what he took away from it. Here you go. The game was so incredibly awesome because we won. I'm so happy about that. We, we went through our whole lineup and everybody found a way to contribute in different ways and on not our best night, the guys kind of gutted it out and that's the real identity of this team. It's kind of who they are We might not know a lot of other stuff about ourselves, but we know that we'll stay in there and fight and fight and fight and fight and absorb frustration. So that was my takeaway today that I thought was spectacular. There you go. Mark Pope, BYU men's basketball head coach. The game was incredibly awesome because we won yeah absolutely when you win a game like that yeah you are going to look back at it and say it's awesome You also did talk about the fact that hey we fought until the end uh, it's nice to see BYU be able to win games in just a gritty fashion they've done that multiple times this year this is not the 2019 2020 BYU team that was just flinging threes at a high clip and hitting on them and just making things look fun they are generating a lot of looks from three let's be honest they are getting opportunities to have wide open looks from beyond the arc but BYU is not hitting them at a high clip this year and I don't necessarily know that that's going to be fixed in the next few games. Maybe it will. Maybe the guys will just kind of lock in and figure out things, dial it in from long range and start hitting at a higher clip. But BYU has proven they can win games with defense. A major concern, though, developed in this game and that is free throws. Holy smokes 64% from the game from the charity stripe for the BYU basketball program Caleb loner probably could have ended this game in regulation Had he been able to hit one or two of the two free throws he had with 3.2 seconds to go but he clinks both of them and I'm not trying to harp on one kid here because this is a team-wide issue. Free throws are a major concern right now for this BYU basketball program. And funny enough, uh, this is a tidbit. We'll get back to the topic at hand here in a moment. A tidbit that David Locke has taught me. Of course, he hosts Locked On Jazz and is just an absolute savant when it comes to metrics and numbers with regards to the game of basketball. Funny enough, is the direct correlation between free throw shooting and three-point shooting is crazy. So BYU's inability to make free throws at a high clip actually is a reflection of their inability to hit three-pointers as well. That's something that needs to be worked on if you're the BYU basketball program. And I'm not saying that anything that Mark Pope and his staff don't already know. They know these metrics. I'm guaranteed that they are telling these guys this has a direct correlation. Your free throw percentage and your three-point percentage have a direct correlation, and you guys need to figure it out. Now, getting back to the topic at hand, with regards to Caleb Lohner, I've got to tip my cap to this. Young man. After the game, about 30 minutes after it went final, I saw a tweet come out from Mitch Harper from KSL Sports showing video of Caleb Lohner at the free throw line working on his free throw shooting. That, that right there is a microcosm of a guy who understands what he needs to work on and why I believe Caleb Lohner is going to be a star for the BYU basketball program. I absolutely love what that young man is doing. Uh, He's doing a lot of things right, but he also understands he's got a ways to go in certain areas. And his willingness to walk back out on the court after the game and work on his free throws because he knows, had he been able to make one or two of those, maybe this game is over in regulation. That is the mark of a good basketball player, and I'm glad to see that. Uh, a couple other notes from this game: the win gave Mark Pope a 38 and 12 record through his first 50 games as BYU's head coach. It's the second best record through 50 games of any coach in BYU history. He has never lost back-to-back games in that time as BYU's head coach. And funny enough, yesterday we'll get to this clip here in just a moment. Well, I'll play it right now. He actually had a very funny quip about his time as head coach at BYU so far. Here's what he had to say you know i'm always just trying to find a way for it not to be my last game as coach like if i can get through it and not have it be my last game i'm I'm super proud of that 50 games we've been together for a long time it seems like a lot longer than a year and a half doesn't it i mean i can see in your faces you're just like could they get somebody new in here so we have to stop talking to this clown every single day i'm not mad at you 50 in the books guys Appreciate you guys. Incredible as it may sound, it is true. Mark Pope has been the head coach at BYU for a season and a half. He called it a year and a half, but doesn't it really feel like he talked about how long it's in just 2020 was just one of those years that felt like a decade in many respects, but nonetheless, Mark Pope off to a phenomenal start. And it's cool to see that streak stay intact. His teams have never lost back to back games so far as a head coach. Now they get ready for a quick turnaround, they're headed to San Diego today. They'll take on the USD Toreros tomorrow, they're at Jenny Craig Pavilion. and. Uh, it's one of those places in the West Coast Conference guys Malibu at the Firestone Fieldhouse San Diego with the Jenny Craig Pavilion or what I like to call the Slim Gym. they are places BYU traditionally has struggle and Mark Pope knows that and he will be working to get these guys ready for a quick turnaround here. But here's hoping they can go to San Diego and keep the run going here. It was nice to see BYU win a game. Let's be clear about that. But there is plenty for BYU to work on as they get ready for the week ahead here beginning with San Diego tomorrow. That'll be at 7 o'clock Mountain Time if you want to watch it. The game will be streamed live on the Stadium Network, also broadcast on the BYU Radio Network as well with Greg Rubell and Mark Durant on the call there. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we need to get to a heartwarming story from the BYU football program, uh, fulfilling a bucket, wish, a bucket list wish from a lifelong BYU fan. We'll touch on that here in just a moment later on in today's show, we'll run down everything else going on in BYU sports, a full weekend of BYU teams in action. And we'll get to ahead on the podcast. Today's show is brought to you in part today by our good friends at betonline.ag. We love this company here on Locked On Cougars, but if you guys want to get in on the sports betting world, whether you want to wager on NBA games, you're a hockey fan, college hoops, uh, NFL with the Super Bowl upcoming this weekend, if you want to get in on the action, do it with betonline.ag. You can go to betonline.ag right now and get a free account. It doesn't cost you anything, but when you make your first deposit, use the promo code LOCKEDON and Get a 50% welcome bonus. Yes, free money to bet with. Sportsbooks don't do this, folks. They don't hand out money if they don't have to. Well, betonline.ag is willing to do it for you, our listeners. So once again, go to betonline.ag, sign up for that free account, use the promo code LOCKEDON when you make that first deposit, and get that 50% welcome bonus, all courtesy of Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Folks, I want to encourage you to check out the new Locked On Today podcast. It is your daily podcast to get you up to speed on all the news that you guys need to know about sports-wise every day in 20 minutes or less. A phenomenal product. It's brand new here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and you can get it wherever you get this and other podcasts. So once again, check it out. Hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts for Locked On Today. Now, let's talk about a story that brought the waterworks for me, and I'm sure I'm not alone in that. And that is the story of Brandon Stewart. This came out over the weekend on Clinton, Utah is where he lives. He's 44 years old, and he has terminal brain cancer. And this story, man, it, it struck close to home. I have lost multiple family members to cancer. It's an absolutely insidious disease, and it just... it. it It breaks my heart to read about stories like this, but the BYU football program was able to do something absolutely phenomenal. I want to touch on that today. And Brandon Stewart, he's 44 years old, living in Clinton. Well, he found out he has terminal cancer and was asked, what would you like to do before time runs out here? And he told his wife and some family members, I'd like to take a ride in the BYU football equipment truck. And... Man, that's a cool request, obviously, because it took national headlines. And by the way, if you guys didn't see it already, uh, I was actually on the Locked On College Football podcast today, putting a cap on BYU's 2020 football season with Candace Cooper. And we actually talked about this. So another podcast you should check out is today's edition of Locked On Cougars, because yours truly was on the podcast. But we talked about this, how football programs, I talked this with Candice on Locked On College Football, how football programs uh, seem to become a bigger part of people's lives than many people may consider. And uh, many times it's because you went to the university or you had a grandfather or father who locked you in to be a fan of that program. Well, Brandon Stewart is a diehard BYU fan, and his dream was to ride on the BYU equipment truck. And obviously the equipment truck took national headlines when they drove across the country for that Coastal Carolina game against the clock. So many different things about it. But this story was cool because his wife, speaking of Brandon Stewart, uh, sent a letter, an email out, excuse me, just uh, Shawnee is her name, asking uh, sending it to BYU football, asking if they could get a ride in the BYU equipment truck, and this was during the holiday season and uh, predictably it probably got lost in the shuffle and was not responded to, but then they found out that Stewart's father-in-law knew Hal Morell, who was actually uh, one of the drivers of this. Fred Nelson is the father-in-law's name, and he reached out to Hal and said, hey, can we do this? And Hal said, yes, we can make that happen. That is absolutely phenomenal cool to see this whole story you probably saw it on ksl tv and other local sites if you live here uh, in utah or you can search it out online alex cabrero from ksl tv did a phenomenal job with the story trent toon in the deseret news Uh, sean walker our uh, gfop here on the podcast did a great piece on it as well but really cool to see this play out and the best part about it all kalani satake showed up to this and he didn't have to he the the simple request was was, can you bring the, the truck and let Brandon uh, have a ride in the truck? That would have been easy enough to do. But you want to know the character and the makeup of BYU's head coach, speaking of Kalani Satake. it's what we saw on Saturday with this story playing out. He showed up to be a part of it. Uh, obviously, Billy Dixon, their equipment manager, also brought a bunch of BYU gear for Brandon. And that is what the BYU football program is all about. They're all about service in action. Kalani lives in Provo. Clinton's a, a hike, honestly. It's a quite a drive. But to see him show up and be able to spend some time with the Stewart family. This is a guy who served in the Utah Army National Guard, retired as a major in that, uh, was the bishop of his local LDS congregation or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And this is just a really, really heartwarming story. And I think it goes to show that Kalani and his program, they're not just about saying the right thing. They go about doing the right thing. And that's something I think that everybody can cheer for. The BYU football program, they understand that they are a mouthpiece. They are a representative of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They know that they stand for more than just wearing the blue and white and having cougars on the side of their helmet, figuratively. I know it has the stretch Y on there, but they're out there doing things because they know they're a representative of the faith that sponsors that institution, and It's stories like this that make me tear up talking about it, but it also is just one of those stories that make you think you know what? this is about more than just football. The, the the whole mission statement of BYU as university and the BYU football program, it's more than just football. And Kalani Satake, he has been no stranger to speaking out and saying, you know what, yes, we understand that we play football and people cheer for us, but we also are more than that. We are a part of the community. We want to be a part of the community. We want to be that representative of service in action. And that's exactly what you say on Saturday with the Stewart family so I've got to tip my cap to Hal Morrell uh, BYU everybody involved with this Cosmo the Cougar Kalani Satake everybody who showed up for this just a phenomenal phenomenal story and man uh, I'm, I'm getting teary-eyed it's an old dusty in here uh, just thinking about this and talking about it but man is it one of those stories that make you think you know what this is what it's all about. This is why we cheer for this team, because yes, they had a fantastic football season. They're having a good basketball season right now at BYU. Uh, Women's soccer, women's volleyball, all the different programs in the BYU athletic department, they're off to good starts this season. We'll touch on more of that here in a moment, but this story right here is a microcosm of what BYU and their athletic department, in this case, the BYU football program, that's what they're all about. They go about doing things the right way. They are the representatives that they say they are and they do it in a respectful and a a great manner because I I grew up a fan of BYU I, I think many of you listening to this podcast understand that I had a grandpa who was an optometrist in Provo who treated many many BYU athletes over the years and took me to games from the time I was a young young child and I've been around BYU my entire life but now as a covering as a media member I look for stories and this story right here was one that I could not ignore because it's one of those stories that just I it, it almost like uh, jabs you in the heart a little bit and says you need to talk about this Jake because it, it it's representative of everything good about what the BYU football program stands for what they're about how they go about things and uh, man, my, my thoughts and prayers go out to the Stewart family, I- cancer, like I said, has affected me personally, and I think many of you, if you haven't had somebody affected by cancer in your life, thank your lucky stars. Uh, it's just, it's one of those diseases that you wish upon nobody, but my thoughts and prayers go out to the Stewart family, but I am glad that the BYU football program, the BYU equipment truck could be part of this, uh, making this day that much better, and a little part of life that much better for the Stewart family. All right, we will talk about the other uh, teams in action over the weekend here in just a moment for BYU. A number of them competing. We'll touch on all of them here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Built Bar. And guys, Built Bar are the best tasting protein bar on the market. There's no if ands, or buts about it. I, I mean that 100% when I say it. They're 100% covered in chocolate, soft and easy to chew. They taste legitimately like a candy bar. There are 18 different flavors, and they're always trying out new ones at Built Bar, so it wouldn't surprise me if they're at 20-plus in the near future, but give them a shot. You will enjoy these protein bars. Uh, they have that kind of that nougaty center, so if you're a big fan of candy bars with nougat in them, I think you'll absolutely love these. I find them 100% delicious. I have at least one a day. I kind of have to limit myself to one a day because I'll run through them way too quickly if I don't. But they are healthy for you guys, high protein, high fiber, low sugar, low calories. They're the perfect complement for wherever you're at in your health journey, trying to lose weight, maintain your weight. You're on the keto diet. They are the perfect complement for you. Give them a shot. Go to BuiltBar.com to learn more about them and order them now. And while you're there, use the promo code On. Save yourself 20% by using the promo code Locked On at BuiltBar.com. We love this company. They do a great job and are very happy to endorse them. So, once again, builtbar.com. Use the promo code locked on and enjoy the best tasting protein bars anywhere. Let's take a minute today and talk about our good friends over at Homefield Apparel, guys. This is a brand out of Indianapolis, Indiana. They're absolutely incredible. They have the most incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. And BYU is part of Homefield Apparel, and I couldn't be more excited. They launched it mid-part of last month, January 19th to be exact. And the best part about this is, is they find unique logos, mascots, or whatever it might be to make thoughtful designs for BYU fans and then they print those logos on the most comfortable t-shirts and hoodies that you will ever own. I have been a customer of Homefield Apparel for what, a, about a year now. I've bought a couple other schools and I am super excited to add the BYU line to my collection. I'm actually going to have a shirt to give away to you, the listener. Stay tuned for that later this week for more details on that. But I want to encourage you guys to go check them out. Go to homefieldapparel.com, search out BYU, some incredible designs, incredible shirts, and like I said, you cannot find a more comfortable shirt for the money, I'll tell you that much. Check it out, guys. While you're at homefieldapparel.com, use the promo code LOC, stands for Locked On Cougars, L O C, and you'll get 15% off your purchase, your first purchase at homefield apparel. Absolutely love this company. So glad that they are on board with us here on Locked on Cougars. And more importantly, so glad they finally added BYU to their line of gear. Encourage you guys to check them out once again and take advantage of this special offer. 15% off your first order by using the promo code LOC at homefieldapparel.com. Once again, that's HomeField Apparel, a proud partner with us here on the Locked on Cougars podcast. All right, folks, before we wrap things up here on the Monday edition of the show, I want to remind you guys, make sure to check out Locked On College Football because I was on it today. You can find it wherever you've listened to this podcast. It's on every podcast provider. It's five-day-a-week commentary with our host from the Locked On Podcast Network on all things college football. I just so happen to be on today's edition with Candace Cooper, who is our Monday host of that. So make sure to check out Locked On College Football. All right, running down some other news and notes you guys need to know about from the weekend that was and be sports. First off, congratulations to both Kyris Tonga and Chris Wilcox. Both of them were invited to the NFL Combine. Uh, this year with the NFL Combine not taking place formally in Indianapolis, it's more of a ceremonial invite, which sucks for guys like Kyris and Chris, because actually, I think they would have needed to get in front of scouts that way and show what they can do. So here's hoping the Pro Day for them at BYU and maybe other locations can help them. Uh, regional Combine events, if those come to pass as well, they can show out a little a bit better. I would guess that Zach Wilson and Brady Christensen will also garner those invites at minimum from BYU, I can see Isaiah Kafusi potentially getting one as well. But we'll be sure to track that and pass along anything else we learn. But first off, congratulations to Kairos Tong and Chris Wilcox. Well deserved to see both of them seeing their names added to the NFL Combine list. Now running on other sports that BYU had in action over the weekend. We'll start off with women's soccer. They opened their exhibition season with a seven nothing route of Weber State at the RSL Indoor Facility at the RSL Academy there in Harriman. Michaela Coolahan the Mac Herman Trophy Award Watchlist recipient, two goals and three assists in that win. They'll open the season officially against Utah on Saturday night at 5 p.m should be a fun one as the in-state rivals do battle once again at the RSL Academy there. And then three Cougars including Michaela Coulahan as well as midfielder Jamie Shepard and forward Cameron Tucker they're all named to the all WCC preseason team. Coulahan is a repeat on this team from 2019 so congratulations to all three of those Cougars on that honor. Men's and women's track and field were in action over the weekend at Weber State and at Washington. The women's distance medley relay team tallied the fastest time in the NCAA this year in that event with a time of 11 minutes, 3.62 seconds. That took place at the UW invite in Seattle. Congratulations to them on that. Both men's and women's track teams will be host BYU Indoor Invitational Round 2 this weekend in Provo from the 4th to the 6th. On to tennis. The men's tennis program suffered back-to-back losses at Oregon to drop to two and two on the year. Women's tennis was at home and swept Dixie State two times to move to three and zero on the year. Men's and women's swimming and diving. The women's team lost to Utah one seventy six to one twenty four in Salt Lake City in their dual meet. So a tough loss for the women's swim team. Hopefully they can rebound next time they are in the pool. Women's gymnastics had a fantastic showing. Their first win of the season, dominating Utah State in Logan one ninety six point four. 425 to 195.175, so a fantastic showing for guard Young's program. BYU ranked number 12 in the country there in women's gymnastics. With that win, we'll see if they can move up in the national rankings a little bit. Women's basketball had their game against San Diego scheduled for Saturday postponed due to COVID concerns. They're expected to face Gonzaga tomorrow night in Spokane at 7 p.m. Here's hoping they can get that game and play it. They had that one canceled or actually postponed once again. A week or so back. Then finally, two other notes for you guys in action today include both the men's and women's cross country teams. They're taking place in the Silver State Cross Country Invitational in Las Vegas. And then women's golf, the open play today, at the Trinity Forest Invitational hosted by SMU. That'll be taking place in Dallas Texas so there you go the rundown of what happened over the weekend for BYU sports Uh, some wins some losses but nonetheless good to see all these teams in action a lot of them have been off for a long time now with COVID and good to see them back out uh, participating in their chosen sports tomorrow on the show we'll talk a little bit about BYU's preferred walk-on class obviously National Signing Day is this Wednesday we'll do a little bit of a primer for you guys on that and of course rundown everything else you guys need to know about for BYU football, preview the San Diego matchup and hoops, so there's a lot to get to on tomorrow's edition of the show. Hope you guys will join us then. Make sure, if you haven't done so already, to follow the show on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Locked on Cougars. My personal Twitter handle, if you want to follow me there, is Jacob C. Hatch, if you haven't done that already. And as always, you can feel free to weigh in with the show via email. Locked on at gmail.com is the email address to do that. Alright, that'll do it. It. Have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 1st, 2021. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow.